This is episode 24 of Dead Letter Radio. As always, I'm your host, Taze, and this is the podcast with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast. You guys are always a star of each and every episode as I read your writing, your short stories, your poems. I just give it a platform and a voice, but it's your words that really shine each and every episode. So, how are you guys doing this week? I just always like to take a little bit of time uh, just to have a one-on-one or maybe a one on how many are listening on the same device currently. Um, But I hope things are well. I hope you're able to enjoy uh, some of the nice weather, at least on my side, we've been having. We finally got through all of the rain, which has been fantastic. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to check in, see how you guys are doing. How's life faring for all of you? I know it's been interesting times to say the least and if you hear any like weird leathery kind of noises it's not leather but i did get a new office desk chair i should say nothing fancy just a walmart chair um but it is an upgrade from using a dining room chair uh, to be sure Uh, so forgive me for any background noise because i just can't help but swivel in it Uh, so much freedom now either way um but yeah i hope you guys are doing uh, well, and you're able to either enjoy the weather, maybe go out and hang out with friends recently as things kind of um, return to some kind of normalcy. You know, it's one of those things where it's been like a really nice week, but I guess I was kind of in a melancholy mood and just kind of chose to stay inside for on the nice days. I don't really have a specific reason, nor can I say that I was necessarily uh, down for a specific thing. Um, but one thing that's been on my mind is that as normalcy comes back uh, into play, at least in my area after the pandemic, it makes me think, what is the next step for me personally? And I don't know if you, or if any of you listening have experienced that, um, but it's like a, a upcoming precipice. And if you've had your life dynamically changed um, because of the pandemic, Maybe you share the same feelings or the same slight anxiety of, well, what's next in your life? You know, how do you want to begin this new chapter? Um, Do you want to return to how things were or do you want to do something new and um, be different on coming out of it? Um, So I'd love to hear if if this has been thoughts that have kind of crossed your mind as you think about what is the next personal step for you. Uh, because it's something that has been on my mind quite frequently. But anyways, another thing I wanted to talk about is that it seems like we are going into another scary phase with events that are happening in the world right now. And so as much as I try to remind you uh, when listening to this podcast and when we have a moment to talk in between the readings, is that you are priceless. You are unique. There is no other being like you in existence. You should be proud of that. With that in mind, that also means that your neighbors are also unique. They're also priceless. There's no other being like them in existence. No exact copies of either of you. And that is something to always remember. So no matter how close your neighbor is, whether they are 
a door down, or how far they are if they are across the sea. Uh, we should continue to treat each other with kindness as much as we're able, uh, continue to help one another as much as we're able, continue to better life for all of us as much as we're able. Because at the end of the day, if we see that our lifespan is 80 years, maybe, <laughs> that means that everyone in our lifespan is unique. And once they're gone, then that all those uh, one-of-a-kind people are gone. So why not make this time period where us, the one in a million, one in a billion, one in a quintillion people, uh, enjoy life as much as possible, be kind as much as possible, love as much as possible. So that's my pre-episode rant, as always. Notice, be good and be good to one another as much as we are able to. Now, let's get to the weather. So, I did drop the ball a little bit. Um, I forgot to reach out to get another location for this episode. So, I am just going to do my location. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, it's looking like for May 16th, which is a Sunday, the day that this episode will release... We are looking at 75 degrees Fahrenheit uh, with a little slight chance of rain, but nothing crazy, partially cloudy, not windy at all, really. So a beautiful day. Uh, I'm hoping that you guys get a chance to take advantage of it. It seems like a great day for fishing, hiking, maybe just a car ride. Go to those places that you kind of never visited in your area before just because you never had a reason to. Take a left turn when you usually take right. See where you end up. Um, but it seems like a great day. Hopefully you're able to make the best of it, either relaxing, getting things done, or spending time with loved ones. And so I think I rattled on enough at the start of this episode, and we can hop right in to the pieces we have featured. So this first one was submitted anonymously, and it is titled, Lopsided. Trauma never sat right with me. But as a kid, I could never sit properly. That imbalance should have been my balance. But here I'm left lopsided. So thank you for sending in uh, this poem to us. This one made me really reflect on my own trauma from life and how it formed and molded me to how I responded and went to go about things. Um, if you know me personally, or if you're getting to know me through this podcast, I had a early parent's death, uh, very early in my childhood, around the age of four. And there not there's, I don't really have any memories, but I think with that and a number of other, I guess you'd call them traumatic events, I've been homeless a family number numerous times and there's been other big events and such that it made me always feel that maybe I reacted differently to other people at least my contemporaries uh, when it came to uh, reacting to serious matters or stressful situations and 
to the point where, yeah, maybe as this poem puts it, maybe I felt lopsided. Not, not saying that I overreacted, reacted, or sometimes I would say I actually would underreact to things. Um, and maybe even though there should have been a bounce, maybe I swung too hard in some cases in how I, I went about things due to past events. And so I, this poem just made me really think about how life is such a uh, balancing act. And a lot of times, because we are pushed to one far end, we overcompensate in our reactions. And we truly become lopsided. So thank you for sharing this. It definitely made me reflect on uh, how life just works in its weird ways and how every person has a reason for their reaction to things. This next one is by Eric Robert Nolan, and it is titled Confession. Poetry is pornography for the heart, lust in the lexicon. It is ever the nude girl. At its best, it renders white pages into flesh tones and dark downy darts between legs. It renders text into sex. Mouthing the round words curved by assonance renders them as breasts. The firmer consonants slide against the tongue like areola. And I like it like that, low and vulgar. It should be stuffed under mattresses, hidden in pockets, and, at first, glimpsed furtively when no one is looking. Part of me will never want to show poems to my mother. Catholic school nuns persuade their victims by rote. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But vulgar little boys like me hallowed the sounds of vowels and clutched at consonants privately. The sisters were moving towers, black masts sailing up and down between the desks. Their paddles fell like falling spires against the inattentive. Jesus loves me, this I know. The grown-ups hurt my knuckles, though. Curious boys will always eye the girls in the even rows. I, low, nursed my favorite heresies and whispers, paganism in the pages, and easily adopted other gods. I, a secret heathen, took Poe's raven as my inner golden calf. And poetry nurses the sin of wrath at my desk, I told myself in inner ceremonies I privately hoped I'd someday pick the perfect words to finally tell God I never loved him either. So thank you, uh, Eric, for sharing uh, this powerful piece. When I, Eric originally uh, sent this over to me, um, I immediately related to it in the sense of the raw, provocative, private nature poetry uh, felt to me personally, and and really in the, how that feels to me in any creative um, work that at least I personally created or had a hand in. 
and I stated this multiple times on, I believe, in past episodes and when talking to people, that when it comes to writing, the hardest part for sharing to me, or the hardest part of writing to me, was the aspect of sharing. That aspect of exposing uh, your words, which gives them insight to where your mindset was at the time of writing, and which can also feel like it reflects who you were at that moment um, from your deepest uh, depravities to your deepest desires, hopes, fears, and then if they reject that, they can feel like as if they're rejecting that part of you or who you were at that moment. And so this imagery of describing poetry as being uh, pornography as being something considered dirty that you would want to hide that you would dare not show to your own mother uh, I think it's a very fitting theme a very fitting comparison because what feels most scandalous but then writing who we truly are uh, saying the things that people dare not say or that we are afraid to say in normal conversation or writing about maybe the observations of the world that maybe we overlook or uh, people don't speak about too often. And so I just really love the poem, uh, especially for that nature. And going back into the, it kind of ties into the lopsided poem as well as you read on the feelings, and I don't know if this was uh, Eric's personal experiences or not, uh, but of being uh, raised in a strict religious upbringing and how nursing and using these words then to express that you kept secret, secretive, expressed uh, your feelings. And, you know, as you said, uh, you became a secret heathen, took pose raven as my inner golden calf, and that poetry nurses the sin of wrath. And so I just think this is a fantastic poem. Thank you, Eric. This next poem is by Branksword on Reddit, and it is titled, The Pot Boils. I watch my pot boil just as I watch my life boil. Easy there. Don't want to burn myself, but the pot boils the same. So thank you, Brink Sword, for sharing. There's nothing wrong as a reminder to anyone who's looking to submit something, uh, to submit shorter poems or shorter pieces. Heck, even a sentence could work. Um, poetry and creativity and art can just be as grand and miraculous, uh, even though it's can be said in one breath or said in a thousand breaths. It's all about what you're trying to convey. And Branksword, I really like this poem specifically, too. We, we discussed it a little bit. But that feeling of when you're in life and maybe you're getting to that point where you, things aren't going well and you know whatever the next step is, is going to hurt or it's going to come to a head. And just like a watching a pot boil, that sometimes you just got to let it happen. And you don't want to boil, burn yourself, as you said, um, but 
I really like the line where he says, but the pot boils the same. Sometimes pain is just a part of life. And sometimes there's nothing we can do about it. We have so much control over our life, but at the same time, we are so, there's so much out of our control. Life is that balance of um, order and chaos. And that means that there's going to be pain that's unforeseen or pain we can do nothing about. And we can, our life can feel like it is just boiling and we are about to get burned. But that doesn't mean we have to fear life. We are always marked with tons of scars and burn marks and such, and that means that there will always be uh, a moment to heal, and we can take the next step and be prepared for when the pot boils again, but also be ready for when there's nothing around to burn us and we can just enjoy the day. Uh, so thank you, Bring Sword, for sharing. This next one was submitted anonymously, and it is titled, Butcher Your Kids. Same. Not by sentience, nor verve, and neither nerve, nor mirth, nor birth, but rather, life as eyes observe within all things of flesh on earth. Same, in the hand that bears a knife, in every cell that adds to flesh, beneath each anguished claim to life of perfect beings we maim and thresh, the less developed and the most, as much the otter as the bear, same breath of spring off any coast, perceived by nerves beneath my hair. The death of beasts, both coarse and wild, how are they less? How could I say a race that would enslave a child has any finer DNA? How deep the roots within a jar? Shall it be laid on a divan? The pigeon knows the Trenois so well it tells it from Cézanne. Life is beneath the slaver's scalps. In every word that makes the prose, it climbs the snowy tops of Alps. Is it less natural in clothes? Whatever sacred things they are, it's only nature that decides what beast belongs to abattoir, which frame has heart where soul resides. Thank you for sharing this poem with us. When it comes to our relationship with animals, people take a lot of uh, different routes um, to show their love or their appreciation. Some do dietary changes. Some get into fields where they uh, work with animals or they get into conservation. And some people just have a general fondness of animals, whether that's pets or they like enjoying nature. And it has always been one of my uh, favorite things, I guess you could say, about being alive. <laughs> it feels like that's an odd way to put it. Um, but I just always enjoyed animals. I always enjoyed the zoological uh, part of life, uh, whether it was creatures that fly or swim or, or walk around on all fours. And so this poem, I think, is really powerful in the sense of um, you bring out multiple times the word same and how 
is there much difference between us yet? Um, we might cause things and butcher and uh, take from animals, deciding what can go, what is meant for food and what isn't. And I do like the line where he said, a race that, w- excuse me, a race that would enslave a child has any finer DNA, and how we may see ourselves as superior, yet we do atrocities. Uh, to our own species and to other species. And I'm not sharing this or reading this or interpreting this to say, hey, everyone, don't eat me any longer because I eat meat. Um, But I think it's always something good to reflect on and how um, we treat our animals. It always hurts uh, my heart personally when I hear about a new animal that's close to extinction or... Or, you know, people who abuse their pets. And even the the living conditions of farm animals. Um, so I think it's just always something good to keep in mind. Uh, whether you eat meat or not, or however you want to go about that, that is your own personal choice. And I don't fault anyone uh, for that choice. But I do feel like, at the end of the day, we should at least try to keep as many species on this planet alive that were here with us or here before us and etc um but also just to show compassion as much as we can you know so thank you for sharing this piece this next one is titled breathe and it's by aesthetic vibes with two s's at reddit The sunrise has horizons it wishes to illuminate for you. Don't look back. Let go. Let the glow soothe your pain. You have made it this far. Breathe. So thank you, Aesthetic Vibes, for sharing. Now this one was actually uh, from the Unsent Letters subreddit. And I just thought it was a fantastic way to wrap up an episode. The future is always coming and the future is there for us. And it doesn't always have to be all doom and gloom. As Aesthetic Vibes brings out, the sun has horizons it wishes to illuminate for us. Sometimes we have to let the past be the past, let the pain be behind us, and look forward, bask in the warm light, feel comfort, and just take a deep breath. Life is scary. Life is hard. It is difficult. And some days, weeks, hours, minutes, it can feel like we cannot take another step forward. But we do. We go to bed stressed out or frustrated and wake up and begin the next day. And hopefully that all slowly melts away. And at some point, we find ourselves in a happy place in life. But it takes work. It takes effort. It takes time. So it's okay to take a moment to just breathe. And look at what possible positive futures are ahead of us. What positivity we can make happen. But always it just starts with us taking a breath.
So that's this episode. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for submitting uh, such great work, such great words from all over, and with all different topics. It's always a blast to read. I am right now finishing recording this episode in a sleeping house uh, because even though as exciting as it is to read your works, for some reason I always find myself doing it late at night. I guess that is where my uh, creativity is most uh, fueled. If you would like to submit your own work to be considered for an episode of Dead Letter Radio, you can send it uh, via Twitter at Dead Letter Cast, C-A-S-T, or you can look there and see my email, which you can also send it to me uh, via PDF. And if you want my email, get a pen out. I'll read it out right now. It is Dead Letter Radio Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Dead Letter Radio Podcast at gmail.com. There you can send me uh, your your poetry, your short stories, your letters, uh, your written work. As long as they're under 600 words, uh, they'll be considered for episodes of the podcast. I also prefer things that are not heavily uh, filled with profanity as I try to keep this podcast as open to everyone as possible. Uh, but if you're able, send that to me. You can send it as a PDF, which is easiest, and with information of if you want to be anonymous or how you'd like to be credited, along with the title of the piece. And that would be great. I would greatly appreciate it, and I always look forward to reading your words and see your unique take on life. Um, I think that's a big part of life, is just seeing how other people see the world. And so hopefully this podcast serves that purpose to a certain extent. If you enjoyed this episode, as always, I implore you uh, to leave a review. Uh, you can go to iTunes or Apple Podcast, leave a review there. That lets me know how the podcast is doing. But it also allows it to grow so more people can hear your words and your work. And um, maybe even get inspired to write and submit their own. And so please do that if you can. If you're unable to, that's perfectly fine. Uh, let me know how you like the piece. As I said, I'm most active on Twitter. You can also reach out to me on Instagram, uh, Dead Letter Radio, and you know, send me a message there. Tell me which piece you really enjoyed, and I can pass it forward to the authors. As always, all the information is going to be in the description of the episode, which we'll talk about who wrote what, and if their information is available, um, so that way you can have a more clear picture of how the episode was formatted, and am I forgetting anything? Oh, just one last thing. I would like to do a big push. I sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes I'm lazy <laughs> in terms of um, maybe getting this podcast out there as much as possible, uh, because, hey, life happens. Um, and we all have a million things going on. But if you guys could do me a favor, let's do a big push for this podcast so we can for this uh, remainder of this year. So if you know anyone that enjoys writing, enjoys poetry, enjoys just wants a podcast that is kind of relaxing, um, not too long, they listen to it on the drive of work, they can listen to it before they go to bed, um, just send them an episode. Do a little plug for me. <laughs> Um, that way too, they can hear your words if you want to let them know you're on the podcast, 
as that that's very exciting that your work is being featured or if you just think that they would be something they enjoy uh, ch- tell them to check out dead letter radio let's grow this podcast i think um it'll be motivation for me as well and uh we can try to get as many people's words and unique outlooks and takes on life in one place we can also try our best to motivate encourage inspire and comfort as many as people as possible and if we grow big enough i do have some ideas on how we can do be a positive uh, community and so i'm hoping you guys can lend me a hand in this by spreading the word as best as possible so i think that's it I don't have a checklist in front of me, but I think I hit all the boxes I that I could check off if I did have one. <laughs> As always, this is Dead Letter Radio. I'm your host, Taze, and I'm wishing you all safe travels. <laughs>